0: activate you are listening to the fast break podcast with jeff and holt Go, go
1: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Fast Break Podcast with Jeff and Holt. He is the man himself, a player named Jeff Nettis. My name is Ian and Holt. And welcome to episode three of this season's podcast, uh, the, the Fast Break Podcast with Jeff and Holt. Uh, we're actually uh, recording this right now as the uh, Cleveland Cavaliers are playing the Boston Celtics opening night just started the third quarter about five minutes ago. Uh, we had, and you know, Jeff went to all this trouble um, to, to write down all these notes in all these predictions and all these, these 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 talking points for cleveland boston for tonight and for the the series moving forward because obviously for the eastern conference uh this was the series to talk about but six minutes into the first quarter uh that all changed we're gonna talk about that in a minute uh first things first jeff uh how are you doing tonight brother
0: i'm doing great man uh a, a little a little tired a little tired not gonna lie but uh, excited that the nba season um is underway officially underway, um, uh, and also a little discouraged considering, like you said, um, I, I spent I spent a good deal of time today. I put a lot of thought into these notes. Uh, a lot of a lot of hard, hard concrete evidence goes into the research that I do. Um, not really. I just like to I like to surf the web and get some talking points. It's fun for me, but um, now now it's not so fun for me because I just wasted a lot of time, and 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 I'm sad.
1: And, you know, really, uh, the the first six minutes of the game, things were hot in Cleveland uh, between the Celtics uh, and the Cavaliers' team's trading buckets. Uh, Gordon Hayward, the big acquisition for the, uh, you know, arguably, uh, really the, the second big acquisition uh, acquisition for the Boston Celtics this year, uh, off of a lob from Kyrie Irving going down, breaking his leg, Um Officially called a fractured ankle. If you look it up uh, in the uh, post-game report, it's not going to sound too too daunting. But if you saw the injury live, um, he he went down and an ankle—it it, it might as well twist it off. It's like you're taking a bottle of beer and you twist that cap off. That's that's uh, that's Gordon Hayward's ankle. Snap crackle pop. Uh, snap crackle pop. It's it, reminiscent of Kevin Ware and Paul George back in the day. Uh, Gordon Hayward almost certainly is not playing for the rest of the season, may not play into part of next season either. Um, and this really puts a damper on the whole storyline uh, that was going to play out between Boston and Cleveland this year. Um, and now, Jeff, we we, we committed to, to recording this show, and I, I'm not sure where to start because this changes everything, doesn't it?
0: It certainly changes things on Boston's end, that's for sure. Um, so I, I guess... Um, one of the points that I, I did make is um, starting off with with the with the Kyrie and the Isaiah Thomas trade um, because I mean luckily for Boston they get they got more than just Gordon Hayward this offseason um, bringing Kyrie Irving was was huge for this team I, I I think we're probably both on the same page Holt, that Kyrie Irving is a better player than Isaiah Thomas Um Uh, it's just it's 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 hard to talk about now because Kyrie doesn't have his his wingman uh, that we we assumed was going to be Gordon Hayward but um, I I put some some key points down here for Boston getting Kyrie Uh, mainly they don't have to think about paying Isaiah Thomas Um, it, it didn't seem like they wanted to have to even deal with that contract negotiation so that that's definitely a plus I think they get a better point guard in return for you know losing Isaiah but you do bring in a, a proven champion in Kyrie Irving and say what you will about Kyrie playing with LeBron James and Kevin Love and yada, yada, yada. But he, he is a proven champion. He he was the one who hit the shot to win that championship. So uh, I guess if we're going to start there, Holt, I, I still say Boston got the, the better end of that deal with those two players specifically not looking at anything else, just those two players.
1: I mean, long-term, I have to agree with you. Uh, Kyrie Irving and Isaiah Thomas, as far as skill level right now, um, maybe, in my opinion, maybe a little bit of a wash. But you look at five years down the road, they're both players that are that are going to command max contracts. They're both players that are going to be very good for the next couple of years. But I think... You look at five years, six years, seven years, eight years, nine years, ten years down the road, Kyrie Irving is going to be the more valuable player going forward, not just because of his skill set, but because of his uh, age and longevity, his championship experience. Uh, So I I, I absolutely agree with you in the sense that uh, right now, I think think Cleveland, especially when Isaiah Thomas gets healthy, I think for this year and this year alone, Cleveland uh, is going to make out better, especially now that Gordon Hayward's down and out. But uh, going forward, uh, Boston is definitely going to benefit Of more from this trade, I'd say.
0: Absolutely, and you know, a couple other pieces regarding Boston, uh, and they are going to be quite different than what I had originally thought this morning. But uh, this this is now. Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum's uh, opportunity to to shine on this team. They need um, to step up. Yeah, absolutely. And Jalen Brown showing us uh, already this game. He's uh, a, a really solid defender. Uh, could even could even turn into a great defender by the looks of it. And he's scoring the basketball this game. He he looks solid. Um, I know we were both a little skeptical about that pick a couple of years ago, but it seems like it's starting to work out. And you know, I've been really high on on Jason Tatum and this injury to Gordon Hayward is just going to force Jason Tatum to become what I think he's going to be eventually you know I I was thinking like three four five years down the line that Jason Tatum would prove to be the best player in this draft class and he's going to have to prove that right now uh, for this team to be to be successful
1: and you know Jason Tatum, obviously a raw prospect, uh, but I think you're, and I I, I absolutely uh, agree with you. Had uh, in my opinion, the highest ceiling of any any draft pick this year. Uh, just hit a three as we're <laughs> as we're talking I mean, just about. Just look him. at the guy's and, body, dude. And, he's and he's, the, he's the prototypical he, small forward. He's already got an NBA uh, ready body, and he you know he's going to you know he's going to fill out even more. He's going to get better, bigger, going to get stronger. Uh, the the kid has all the potential in the world, and I think with this injury to Gordon Hayward, his development. Is going to have to be sped up. But uh, looking at Jalen Brown, as of as of this uh, this recording, as of as we're speaking right now, 27 minutes in game action, five rebounds, 18 points on 500 shooting. Uh, Jalen Brown really stepping up. I don't think anyone expected him to have such a big game coming out of the gate. So it's already looking like Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown are more than ready to uh, kind of step into the big role that. Um, That they're going to need to take on this year, because obviously Kyrie, his first year leading the team, uh, does not have a good record without LeBron James, Uh, so he looked at this this opportunity with the Boston Celtics as uh, perhaps a means to prove that he is capable of leading a team and leading a winning team, Uh, but without his second best player, without his second option on offense, uh, that could put a wrinkle into his plans, so he's going to need other guys on this team to really step up.
0: Definitely, and and like you said, at the, at the time of this recording, we've got Jalen Brown with 16 shot attempts, Jason Tatum, nine shot attempts, Kyrie with 12, um, and and that's right there those three guys are more than anybody else on the team, with the exception of um, the abysmal shooting performance, two for 12, coming from Marcus Smart off the bench. God knows why he's even allowed to shoot the ball. Um, However, yeah, these guys are are obviously a part of the game plan, and I think they were going to be a part of the game plan, even with Gordon Hayward, but now they're going to be focal points um, moving forward for this Boston squad. Um, If if we want to transition here uh, into Cleveland hold, I I honestly don't think a whole lot changes um, In terms of this, the, the matchup with the Boston Celtics throughout this season and into the playoffs, I, I still had Cleveland winning even with Gordon Hayward. I thought it could be maybe a six, maybe even a seven-game series. That has definitely changed. I'm looking at maybe five games maximum. Um, however, Boston was never the problem for Cleveland. Th- this was never in doubt. Cleveland is building this roster and has built this roster to play against. The Golden State Warriors in the in the in the finals once again for the fourth straight year in a row, and I'm going to let you take over for for or, or get us started on this. But I think Cleveland is better than they were last year, and I honestly I think this this might prove to be the best team LeBron James has ever played on.
1: It's a, it, it's absolutely, you are absolutely right. It's definitely the best team that LeBron James has had the opportunity to play on, even probably better than, uh, the, the, the 2012, 2013 heat, the Heatles. It's yeah. the,
0: it's, it's the most depth he's ever had by Exactly. Far.
1: You've got, you've got, uh, Derek Rose, uh, even though, um, he's no longer, uh, uh, you know, an MVP caliber player is still only 28 years old. And you actually picked, uh, Jeff Derrick Rose as, uh, as one of your dark horse players to really break out and, and, uh, return to form and kind of really <laughs> feast to re- on people. Yeah. To, um, to re-break out, if you will. And he has, he has looked really good, uh, so far, uh, in this game, uh, to start to, to start the, the, the NBA season off. But Derek Rose for, for a game based on athleticism, he's always going to be, a you know, for his, his game is completely based on his athleticism and his knees are troublesome. So it's going to be depending on how it's going to really depend on how his knees hold up and how his, athleticism holds up his performance. But uh, getting back to the Cavs as a whole, um, adding uh... – Jeff Green, who is, you know, capable of a big uh, breakout performance, adding Jay Crowder, who is now their starting power forward, moving Kevin Love over to the center position, Uh, moving Tristan Thompson to the bench, J.R. Smith to the bench. Uh, You've just got a team that is really capable of doing a lot of good things. Uh, Kyle Korver, who is one of the greatest three-point shooters of all time, is an afterthought on this bench, Uh, and that's saying something. Uh, So you've you've got absolutely the, the deepest team. Um, and uh, that LeBron has ever played with. And you look at, um, you mentioned earlier that they are, you know, building the squad for the Golden State Warriors, and you're absolutely right. You know, you've heard reports all offseason about how the Cavaliers already are preparing for the Golden State Warriors. That is what this team is built to do. And we're expected to see Warriors-Cavs again in the finals this year for the fourth straight time.
0: Yeah, I mean, I, I, don't, I don't have any doubt of Cleveland coming out of the East. I really don't have much doubt uh, about Golden State coming out of the West, I think there's a couple teams who could give them a couple problems. They're definitely going to have a, a more difficult time coming out of the West than Cleveland is going to have coming out of the East. But you know, looking looking at this team on paper at this moment, not only is this probably the deepest team LeBron has ever played for or played on, um, you know, hold, you can make a case at this moment that this is probably the deepest team in the NBA. Um, with, with maybe the exception of just a few squads. And, you know, they, they really went from a, a team with hardly any bench. I mean, you were looking at a team last year who had to rely on Richard Jefferson, 30, you know, excuse like 59-year-old Richard Jefferson for solid minutes off the bench, which is never a good thing. Um, they were also relying on Channing Fry to come in and give them some, some minutes. But now you're going to be able to rely on a former MVP and Derrick Rose. You're gonna eventually. You're gonna rely on J.R. Smith, who's streaky. But man, if J.R. Smith has one of those games where he can give you 20 minutes off the bench and fire in 25 points, because you know it's coming. Um, and, you know, six,
1: six man of the year only a few years ago for J.R. Smith. Uh,
0: yeah, no kidding. And you know. Th- green and Crowder depending on how they work those guys around and Kevin Love now starting at the at the five spot and you can tell right right there just with that one move that they are gearing up for Golden State. Um, Tristan Thompson is virtually useless against this Golden State squad. Um, Kevin Love at the five now is going to give uh, it's going to give JaVale McGee and a few other guys all they can handle. It's going to be it's going to be really interesting uh, to to see where that uh dynamic goes assuming we get to the nba finals with those two teams but 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 getting back to to this matchup specifically boston and cleveland it's it's a real shame man because there was a chance that assuming lebron stayed in cleveland uh after this offseason there was a real shot that we were finally gonna have someone challenge lebron's um dominance and the reign of the east and i i i honestly now think that the best shot against lebron and the cavaliers is probably going to be washington
1: and you know it's hard to argue that with uh with uh, uh gordon hayward going down um not a lot, not a whole lot of teams are going to really step up and even washington uh emerging now is in, in in both our opinions the the favorites to win that second seed in the east Uh, even Washington does not stack up to this Cleveland Cavaliers team.
0: Oh, they'll get smacked in the mouth. That's a four game, five game easy.
1: They're going to get smacked, you know, they're going to get smacked down pretty hard here because Cleveland is, as we, as you mentioned, they're 12 deep at least. And, um, so it really puts a stain on this whole, uh, Boston Cleveland, uh, rivalry. Uh, this was easily the biggest storyline in the East. Um, uh you know probably the second biggest storyline i honestly in the nba as a whole uh, cuz you you looking at uh cleveland versus uh cleveland versus golden state is going to be the storyline uh the narrative that's going to play out over the entire season uh the close second was uh cleveland versus boston more specifically lebron james versus Kyrie irving obi-wan kenobi versus uh, uh anakin skywalker it, it, and now um this really changes the whole east like who's going to step up it can, can can boston even now make the playoffs with just Kyrie and and al horford
0: yeah i i think i think they're still a playoff team because um number one the east is just so pathetic um i i think let me if i, if I can bring up the east right now to be to so I can have an actual a good idea of what I'm looking at here. I'm looking at the East right now. Um, they, I'm, I'm looking at teams that they w- they would make the playoffs uh, over and Brooklyn, they'll make the playoffs over Brooklyn in, in their, their current form. I think they'll make it over the Knicks. I think Chicago, uh, I think Indiana, I think Atlanta, I think Orlando, and uh, possibly detroit so I, i that right there will put them in the playoffs um now they are definitely not the two seed and i can see them fighting for a seven or a six um but i think teams like milwaukee are going to be chomping at the bit and right on the heels of the Boston Celtics, I think Miami is going to be chomping at the bit. I think Philly, depending on injuries and depending on how Joel Embiid and Ben Simmons work together, and and the addition of rookie Markelle Fultz, um, there, there's a lot of teams out there in the East who, because of this injury, they they at least have that shot. You know, it's it, it, man, it's just gonna, it's it's such a drag. Like the more I talk about it, it's just like we had this, we had this. Big storyline going forward, and and Gordon Hayward, who was probably a top five small forward in the NBA in my eyes, and it's it's just a drag, man.
1: And you know, we uh, you look at the Boston Celtics, uh, they sacrificed depth um, to make room for for Gordon Hayward. They sacrificed depth to bring in Kyrie Irving. Now you lose, uh, you, you know. Arguably an equivalent contributor to that one-two punch with Kyrie Irving and Gordon Hayward, and you're left with Kyrie Irving, Al Horford, who, uh, as good and versatile as hell Hor- or as Al Horford is, is not an offensive-minded uh, player. Um, Rarely, you know, averages around fifteen for his career. Uh, probably will average less than that as he gets older. Uh, Kyrie Irving is their number one option, and in this particular game, Jalen Brown set uh, stepping up as the as the uh, as a good offensive option. But outside of that. Um, they have no other options on offense, and they lost their defensive identity. Uh, so it's going to be very tough for Boston moving forward, and uh, we can compare the lineups a little bit here, but Jeff, I wanted to know, um, let's assume for a minute, obviously Gordon Hayward is probably out for the season. Let's pretend for a second that his injury is is much worse than we thought, and he may have to to hang him up for good. Um, that's a with an injury like this, that's a real concern in my mind. How does Boston move forward if Gordon Hayward's done for?
0: Um, if Gordon Hayward is done, 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 and that's clearly evident, um, I think. I think a lot is predicated on Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum. If these two guys um, break out, especially Jalen Brown, because he's a little bit older, a little bit more experienced. If these two guys break out. You you got to look at the roster even with Al Horford and say you know what we have a um, s- excuse me we have a young point guard one of the best point guards in the game we have a young dynamic defensive player in Jalen Brown who can apparently score currently with twenty points in this game nine for seventeen shooting and we've got Jason Tatum who let's just assume that Jason Tatum can do it all um, you've got a really really good. Front court there, or back court, excuse me. Um, and I think moving forward from there, you cut ties with Al Horford, you keep digging in the draft, you shirt sure up your bench a little bit more, and I I, I think moving forward, Boston is probably still going to be fine even without Al, or excuse me, without Gordon Hayward.
1: And you know they they've got a lot of tie, uh, cap tied up in them. Um, obviously, uh, it, it, they would be able to save a lot of money by uh, if he were to retire due to injury, but. Uh, you know, when you put it when you put it like that, uh, it, their their future definitely doesn't seem as bleak as I thought it might be. Um, they're definitely going to have to put their plans for challenging for a title on hold for a couple of years as their young players develop and as they hope to land another big free agent. But um, and you know, obviously, we're definitely hoping that Gordon Hayward returns uh, next year better than ever. We saw it with Paul George. Uh, and we can hope the same for Gordon Hayward, but it's just something that uh, you know, you really have to think about a little bit, I think.
0: Um, oh, yeah, absolutely. And you got you—you you always got to keep your mind on it. And um, actually, the third quarter, just wrapping up here, uh, Cleveland only with a, a one point lead. Uh, for everything we've been talking about, uh, Cleveland only up one heading into the fourth quarter. So it's this fourth quarter should prove to be uh, really interesting. Um, and you know who the you know, There's two people right now, Holt, who are the happiest people on the planet. Can I tell you who those people are? Those guys. Avery Bradley and and Mr. Jay Crowder
1: and Jay Crowder getting to uh uh getting away from that from that sinking uh, that sinking ship right now.
0: Yeah, Kyrie's got a good a good chance now. I'm not. It's gonna sound crazy, but Kyrie's got a good chance for MVP, man.
1: I mean, who he's got no <laughs> one to he's got no one to contend with on his own team. And you know, I think I look at MVP. I gotta think uh, who are the superstars with no other superstars on their team right now. Uh, at this point, it seems like it's Kyrie Irving, it's Blake Griffin, and it's a it, it's Kawhi Leonard. Oh, the claw. I think I think I think I think those are your MVP candidates for this year.
0: You know what? Yeah, because That's I think a... I, I think I think Golden State that whole crew cancels each other out. I think Westbrook and, and company all cancel each other out. Um, well, I don't think Paul George or Carmelo had a shot, but they're going to cancel Westbrook out. Um, the the only other person. And, and people have been on this like crazy, and it, and it works out because we're talking about the Cavaliers. There's a real good shot that LeBron James ends this drought and goes for that fifth to tie Michael Jordan and Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, and I wouldn't be
1: surprised in the least. And you know what? If LeBron decides to, uh, to play to his fullest, because there's always the chance that LeBron kind of coasts along for the regular season as he has done for the last couple of years in order to prepare for the playoffs. Uh, his numbers may take a hit, but, uh, you know what, this is definitely his, his best shot at winning it since, uh, he was a member of the Miami heat. Uh, I, I still think, um, especially you know if Derek Rose doesn't uh, exceed expectations or if Isaiah Thomas comes back less than 100% and doesn't take away votes from LeBron but I think you're right I think this is his best chance to win it in a few years uh, realistically LeBron James should be the MVP every year Amen. Um, he's the best player in the world uh, but uh, and he has been for, for uh, close to a decade now uh, but uh, obviously depending on how the season goes depending on how it, it plays out other guys uh, deservingly uh, earn that title. Um but LeBron James should be right up there with those guy four those three names that we mentioned pr- uh, previously as far as uh MVP contention and really as far as the Cavs go um you know what else can you say about them? Uh at this point the we we wanted to base this show around the impending Cavs Celtics rivalry and it's looking like that's not going to happen.
0: It it isn't going it isn't going to happen man, but like like we've like we've been saying for a while now, it, it's kind of, we've all just assumed it's going to be Cleveland and Golden State again, which makes for great television in June. However, we were we were hoping we were going to get a little bit more competition out there in the East. Um, and we, we, we might still get it. Um, like I said, Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum, it, it, a lot of this is going to be dependent on those two players. Um, I, I hope they pan out and I hope they exceed expectations because I do want to see someone challenge Cleveland. I do want to see someone challenge LeBron James. And you know what? We could even get a dark horse team. You never know, hold there's there's a solid chance that Ante Tokumbo takes that giant leap forward like we think he's going to. I know you and I are both both under the impression that he could become a top 5 a, a unanimous top 5 NBA player. Um, within as soon as
1: as soon as this year yeah
0: yeah I'm I really like his game and maybe uh, that team kind of gets it together a little bit I know they've underachieved um, the last few years maybe they take a step forward Uh, maybe you know we were talking last show maybe the boys out in Toronto get things under control and and exceed some expectations but uh, other than other than Milwaukee Toronto and um, uh, who, Washington. Who, in Washington. I, I think that's about it. And, that's, I, I, and right now, they can't compete with Cleveland. It's just all to it. As
1: of right now, those none of those three teams can compete with Cleveland. LeBron James still the king next year, uh, depending on where he ends up, maybe a different story. But uh, for, for this year, uh, it took one bad fall. And uh, that was enough to solidify the Cleveland Cavaliers as uh, your next and uh, once more. Uh, Eastern Conference champions.
0: Every team is one injury away, my friend. One injury away, and every yep. team doesn't have a chance. That's just the all, way – that's the nature that's, of the NBA.
1: That's all, all very, very well said. Jeff, before we close up for today, did you have anything else you wanted to touch on?
0: Uh, thoughts going out to Gordon Hayward. Uh, hope, hopefully it's not as bad as it looked, um, God forbid, but um, – get better soon we need him back out on the court he's a rising star so thoughts are going out to him and his family as well and um let, you know it's open Let's let's not let's not let this damper our, our mood too much. We still got another game later tonight. We got Houston and Golden State, which will prove to be an entertaining game. Uh, I'm I'm assuming that both teams are going to score 275 points apiece, so that'll be interesting to watch as well.
1: Hoping uh, each each and every player on those teams uh, double wrap their ankles for tonight. Uh, Gordon Hayward, heal your wheel, brother. We are keeping our eyes out for you. In the meantime, thank you guys so much for listening. This has been the Fast Break Podcast with Jeff and Holt. We will see you next time.